Jeff. On 107, Michael and Maddie, it's February 6th, 2024. Charlie Heaton, he plays Jonathan Byers on Stranger Things. He is 30 years old today. Get ready to get Rickrolled today. It's Rick Astley's birthday. He went from working behind the scenes at a record label. He was working in the mailroom to getting to record his own songs. He is 58 years old. Happy birthday to Axl Rose, the frontman for Guns N' Roses, is 62. Former NBC Nightly News anchor Tom Brokaw has a birthday. That's the news. Tom Brokaw. NBC News. He is 84 years old. It was on this day 21 years ago. 50 Cent released his debut album, Get Rich or Die Trying. And it was pretty much played on repeat here at Fun 107 back in 2003. Christina Aguilera screwed up on the world's biggest stage 13 years ago. Broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight. What so proudly we watched at the twilight's last that was at the Super Bowl. Tough song to sing every time. And two years ago, Queen Elizabeth was celebrating Fun 107. Michael and Maddie going to be a cloudy day today and highs up in the mid-30s. And it is 32 now. Bring in your taste of Hollywood. Right here to the South Coast. And we are here for it. We're spilling the tea with Maddie's entertainment update on Fun 107. This was a shocking news reel to wake up to this morning. Toby Keith passing away after a bout with stomach cancer. The country music star passed away last night while surrounded by his family. He fought his fight with grace and courage, said the message. In June of 2000, oh, 2022, rather, Keith announced he had been diagnosed with stomach cancer the previous fall and was receiving chemo and radiation therapy as well as having surgery at the time he said he was doing well but he needed time to breathe recover and relax he's one of the biggest names in country music i mean he's so big that a top 40 station is talking about his passing he's so big even i know who this guy is exactly that's saying something when you sent over this news report this morning i was pretty shocked that you knew who he was but then again i guess i shouldn't be he's that big yeah you know? exactly uh throughout his three decade career he released 24 studio and compilation albums two christmas records he generated 40 million dollars in worldwide sales he also produced 61 tracks uh 20 of those were number ones and 22 of those were in the top 10 wow i mean he was his voice, you, he has one of those voices you instantly know it's him. It's, it's just so recognizable. Last September, he took home the Country Music Icon Award at the People's Choice Country Awards. And after accepting the award, he gave a speech that brought some levity to his cancer diagnosis and stunning weight loss, saying, Bet you thought you'd never see me in skinny jeans. <laughs> oh, God, it's like so sad. He was only 62. 
62 years old. The uh, bar bars too, uh, like he had one Fox Bar, Toby right? Toby Keith Bar and Grill. Yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. I mean, that's a chain, but I guess yeah, it's still technically his, right? Yeah. Um, he yeah. liked the party, so man. Sad. He was a party animal. Yeah, I got a chance to meet with meet him a while back, and he certainly uh, certainly liked to party. That's for sure. Um, so it's just such a sad way to go. But uh, his family obviously asking for some privacy. Uh, and uh, the whole country music world is mourning the loss of him. And then leave it up to little John to kind of brighten our spirits. And we're finally getting the answer to the age-old question, turn down for what? Turn down for what, little John? Well, try meditation because as strange as it sounds, he's got a new album on the way that's way more relaxing than this stuff. Uh, he recorded a guided meditation album. And a what? A guided meditation oh yeah, album. You heard me. And while that doesn't seem in line with his trademark, it's in line with his personal life. He's been making fitness and wellness a big priority in his life for a while now, focusing especially on his health. And his decision to record a meditation album is a direct byproduct. This is going to catch a lot of people off guard, especially those who still vibe to songs like this. Um, but the album is truthful to who John's become these days. And it makes sense for him. Basically, it sounds like he's combining his two passions, wellness and music. And it's going to come out February 16th. So <laughs> in just 10 days, we're going to hear a whole new Lil John, And you will hear it on Fun Windows. We, we have to play it. We have to. Um, but yeah, so Usher, right? He's playing Super Bowl halftime show. And Lil John widely rumored to be one of the people that he'll be bringing out for Yeah, which makes... Perfect sense. Sure. Uh, what if Luda will be there? <laughs> oh, my God. This could potentially be a very good... Like, Usher, do not mess this up. I'm telling you right now. For one job. Like, you have all of the ingredients. Make the right recipe, man. Just do it. Just do it. So, uh, yeah. Nama, stay tuned <laughs> for the, uh, for the uh, little interesting guided meditation album. Okay. I'm I'm so curious. I am so curious about this. Like, where is it going to go? Is he going to guide us through like is he gonna do you think, oh, you think he's, he'll have vocals on it he, i mean that's what a guided meditation is okay okay <laughs> yeah oh jeez. oh god so uh not to end on a downer but we got to talk about king charles uh yesterday buckingham palace announcing that the 75 year old monarch has been diagnosed with cancer after undergoing a procedure to treat an enlarged prostate buckingham palace released a new photo of him as well and it shows him standing in a doorway in a very nice suit, looking pretty good. And it accompanied the official statements that the palace put out saying, during the king's recent hospital procedure for benign prostate enlargement, a separate issue of concern was noted. Subsequent diagnostic tests have identified a form of cancer. His majesty has today commenced a schedule of regular treatments, during which time he has been advised by doctors to postpone public-facing duties. So they did say that he is very grateful to his medical team and he truly remains positive about his treatment and looks forward to returning to the public as soon as possible. Any, if there's a silver lining in any of this, it's that I saw a report that his son, Harry, is uh, going to be going to visit him. So... Hopefully that can yes, mend I see some that, of that here. Yep. So they'll travel to London in the coming days to visit his dad. Uh, looks like the whole family is going to come together and uh, go go see him. Um, 
which kind of makes me a little worried <laughs> if everybody bit. feels. I mean, I guess you still need to go and. It's a good wake up call for people. You know what I mean? And, like it's like, yeah, well, we have our beef, but yeah, you know, when when dad. I mean, he's cancer, 75. You have to come together here. He is seventy-five. Yeah, he just became came king too. Like that's what a kick to the pants. You know, you you wait all your life to become king, and then you get this horrible news. Yeah, man, that's tough. That's a tough rate. Well, they haven't said what type of cancer this is. They so haven't specified. I mean, they did quite say the spectrum the, of things. Originally, he was in there for an enlarged prostate, but it, the way they word it, they say a separate issue of yeah. concern. So. It could be something totally different. More entertainment news on the Fun 107. Fun 107, Michael and Maddie, and that is Sabrina Carpenter. It is called Feather. It's going to be uh, kind of a chilly morning out there. We're expecting to possibly see some scattered snow showers moving through this morning. Just some light snow, but no big deal. Uh, going to be cloudy for most of the day today and highs up in the mid-30s. I thought my nose was playing tricks on me for a second. I'm like, is somebody eating dog food in here? And then I realized me? <laughs> Maddie was just was eating a, a muffin. A coffee cake okay. muffin. Pretty standard well, here. Well, let me explain, everybody. Here we go. So my dog is on this low-fat diet, and she's got this very special food, which just means, you know, it's very expensive. So the food, every time I open up a fresh bag, doesn't smell like your normal d- dry dog food where it's like Fritos. I guess that's the best way to describe it. It smells like a baked good, like a muffin, for example. So for a second, this this just happened before we went on live here, and I thought somebody was eating or at least had dog food until I realized. So you smelled Maddie's muffin from a, you know over there. Yes. And the first thing you thought of was not muffin; it was dog, dog food. food. That's where my nose goes. Very. Very. I go where the nose goes. Like so two cans let me ask this: Did you like the smell of the? Muffin? Oh yes, yes, very much so. So you are finding your dog's food appetizing, enticing. <laughs> huh. yeah. Okay. Strange. So do you have to fight the urge to eat your dog's food? I mean, I'm not. Tell me, you've tried it? I have not. I have not. Shocking. Well, it yeah. wouldn't be the first time that he's tried dog food. I've tried dog food. I tried cat food. This is me being surprised. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, I figured it's not going to kill an animal. It won't kill a human. You know, that's my logic. However, I draw the line at wet food. I don't think I could ever do wet food. I mean, unless I'm like stranded for like 85 days in the middle of nowhere with no food except for a thing of friskies, maybe. But nasty. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, well, hey, dry food. Like, what's my, the difference uh, between that and chips? My muffin. Oh, uh, there's a pretty big difference. <laughs> my muffin was good, if anybody's oh, good. wondering. Good, good. <laughs> my dog would be jealous. Okay. So, <laughs> so does it look like regular dog food or does it look yeah, like a muffin? Yeah. Little, little kibbles. That's it. Yeah. So, hey, I don't know. All, all I know is it's, it's a low fat. There's not much to it. It's very bland. My dog loves it. Like, I can give it to her as, like, treats, too. Oh, so I'm bland. Good to know. You're not bland. The muffin's bland. You know, you should try it. What? Report back. The dog food? Try it tonight. Go live and watch me eat. What if you liked it? I mean, I'm not going to eat it. It's expensive. <laughs> He's not going to treat himself <laughs> to I'm that. I'm not going to treat myself to <laughs> I'm that. Not worth that. For Teddy Swims, it is Lose Control. Michael and Maddie on a Tuesday morning here on the South Coast. We are Fun 107. And every single Tuesday, we spotlight another child here on the South Coast who is looking for a family, looking to get adopted. A child who is in the foster care system and, you know, just looking for that uh, that family to take a, take a chance on them and, and bring them into their family. 
And today we'd like to introduce you to Skylar. And she's a great kid. We talked to her uh, counselor. We talked to her. And uh, here's a little bit about Skylar. And, and Tuesday's Child Today brought to you by Cottage Street Motors, by Primacare, and First Citizens Federal Credit Union. Here's more about Skylar. Skylar is very friendly. She has a good sense of humor. And she is very loving and caring towards others. Skylar enjoys dancing. She enjoys arts and crafts, and she loves to sing and listen to music. Um, I like to listen to music and do karaoke. What I want to be is a vet. Also a superhero, just like a fox. I just love them, and I want to be one. I like foxes, and I want a pet like a baby one so it can grow up and grow and be healthy. Also like cats. They're so cute. I like to play tag and at home I just fluff Nora a lot. So yeah, that's all. Bye-bye. So there's our little friend Skylar and if you want to find out more about her and maybe more about how uh, you can ad adopt a child and, and learn about the adoption process, you can find out more uh, later this morning on the Fun 107 app and fun107.com. And Tuesday's Child, once again, brought to you by Cotton Street Motors, by Primacare, First Citizens Federal Credit Union, and your South Coast McDonald's. It is 6.52. A look at this morning's headlines now. Phil Devitt is in the Chard Oak Tavern newsroom. Plans for a wind energy innovation center in New Bedford are in the works. The New Bedford Light reports the site would be devoted to testing new technology. The Massachusetts Clean Energy Center has begun the search for a building close to the waterfront to make it happen. The project should be completed by July of 2026. Federal Highway Administrator Shailen Batt was in Providence Monday and took a tour of the Washington Bridge. Batt said his agency will work with city officials to find the best approach for the closed westbound span on I-195 and did not rule out total replacement. Rhode Island also beginning a new traffic pattern designed to alleviate congestion by reducing the number of lanes on I-195 West near the Route 114 on-ramp in East Providence. The westbound span of the Washington Bridge has been closed since mid-December due to structural concerns. A man from Martha's Vineyard is sentenced to spend over eight years in federal prison for the robbery of a Cape Cod bank. Prosecutors say 40-year-old Peter Petyoshin took the ferry to Falmouth and held up the Rockland Trust Bank last April, stealing over $20,000. He then stole a customer's vehicle and fled, taking the ferry back to Martha's Vineyard that afternoon. Petyoshin was arrested over a month later on state charges and pleaded guilty after being indicted by a federal grand jury. Country music star Toby Keith is dead at age 62. The singer died Monday night, according to his official X account. Keith had been diagnosed with stomach cancer in 2022. A House vote on impeaching Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas could come as early as today. On Monday, the Republican-led House Rules Committee voted to send the measure to the full House for a vote after committee chairman Tom Cole of Oklahoma accused Mayorkas of refusing to uphold his oath of office by failing to enforce immigration laws. Mr. Chairman. Aye. Mr. Chairman, aye. Clerk will report the total. 
Eight yeas, four nays. And the ayes have it. Cole referred to Mayorkas as a principal architect of the border crisis. Massachusetts Democrat Jim McGovern, meanwhile, slammed Republicans over the effort, calling it the most frivolous impeachment effort the House has ever seen. And the oldest American just celebrated her 116th birthday. Edie Cesarelli of Willits, California, marked the milestone on Monday. Now suffering from dementia, she watched as her neighbors threw a small parade. In sports, the Boston Bruins are home to play the Calgary Flames tonight at 7. And the Boston Celtics play the Atlanta Hawks at home Wednesday night. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. That is Tate McRae, and we're sending you on a date with Tate. Want to go to a Tate McRae show? We'll bring you backstage. We will let you take pictures and autographs and all that stuff with Tate McRae. Uh, if you want to win, go to the Fun 107 app and sign up. So things are moving with this South Coast Rail project. Like all of a sudden, this is kind of becoming no longer the neighborhood of make-believe, and it's actually happening. The, uh, the bridge structure over Route 18 has been coming along very quickly. Very impressed, got to say. This is like... This will transform that area of New Bedford to look very modern. Let's put it that way, yeah. first of all. Um, but I take that exit every single day. That's the Purchase Street exit off of Route 18. And there is always a dozen people, like workers, like just nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, it's just it's crazy engineering work, and it's so fascinating at the same time. So as Bon Jovi said, they're almost halfway there. <laughs> How for- long have they been doing this for? Oh, take it. It's been a couple of years at least mm. um, between the planning and all that. I mean, the 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 idea of the the South Coast commuter rail has been uh, twenty five years. Wow, something like that. Like it's been talked about for that long for real. That's wild. Um, but they're almost halfway there for the New Bedford pedestrian bridge that you're talking about, Gazelle. It's about forty percent complete. Um, and you know, like, like you talked about, they, they're, they're working away there Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day. So when will the stations be done? So the New Bedford stations will be done, quote, very soon, according to the MBTA. Bold statement. The remainder of the stations to be constructed for the South Coast Rail Project are nearly there. Church Street and New Bedford stations are on schedule for substantial completion by the end of this month. Weeks this away. month? This month. That doesn't even seem right. So we're going to start seeing test trains uh, on the tracks starting like now. They're, gonna, they're doing months-long testing. Uh, they're in that phase. It's going to continue throughout the spring. Full-scale drills. Dress rehearsal train operations starting now throughout the rest of, throughout the year. And uh, you're going to see trains traveling on those tracks up to about 80 miles an hour. So, like, they're, this is happening. This is actually happening. So stay off the tracks. Please. No, for real. They're I saying that. I see people walking on them all the time. 100%. You cannot. <laughs> that, that game is over. Yeah, let's not be, play chicken anymore, okay? For sure. Um, so how much will the train cost? When it's all said and done. The train or everything? The station? And no, no, no. Like, if you take a ride up to Boston. Oh, oh, oh. If you want to ship up to Boston, uh, roughly 
12 or $13 one way worth to go it. up there. Totally worth it. You don't have to worry about parking. Seriously. Oh, that's going to be a godsend. Um, so let's say you're a commuter. Um, you can have unlimited rides for about three ninety to four twenty five a month. Now that sounds like a lot of money. It does, but if you are a commuter up to Boston, not having to pay to park that car, forget about it. Gas. Gas, good point. Um it averages so let's let's say you go up to Boston every day, you know, for your work. So let's say twenty twenty days a month, right? That averages out to about nine or ten bucks a trip. Not bad. Mm. How long will it take? About oh, nine, to get there. To get there, about 90 minutes. I thought you were about to say nine hours. I was like, <laughs> oh, well, there's the kicker. Yeah. <laughs> um, 90 minutes is not bad at all. It's not? It takes 90 minutes to get there right now because of traffic. Totally. It takes 90 minutes for Maddie to get home. Seriously. <laughs> Never mind, oh, don't get so, me started. Kind of exciting. You know, like, this is actually really going to be happening. It's still on track. So, like, no, no, again, no pun intended. Still on track to kick off late spring, early summer. So you're talking about like late May, early to mid-June should be up and running for the new South Coast Rail. We're halfway there. Whoa! We're shipping up to Boston! <laughs> halfway there and just the pedestrian bridge, the rest, it's, it's coming now. 90-second news update now. Phil Devitt is in the Chart Oak Tavern newsroom. A search is underway in New Bedford for a building capable of being the new home of a wind energy innovation center. The Massachusetts Clean Energy Center says it's searching for an already existing building close to the city's waterfront and has July of 2026 circled on the calendar for the opening. The center would test new technology in the offshore wind industry. New Bedford has been on its way to leading offshore wind development. Mayor John Mitchell telling the New Bedford Light, this is a missing piece. A Martha's Vineyard resident has been sentenced to eight years and four months in federal prison for bank robbery. Peter Petyoshin of Edgartown pleaded guilty to one count of armed bank robbery in connection with the holdup of a branch of the Rockland Trust in Falmouth last year. The 40-year-old Petyoshin was caught on surveillance cameras holding a handgun during the heist in which he made off with about $20,000. Petyoshin will also face five years of supervised release after he leaves prison. The Coast Guard says no pollution was left behind and no wildlife harmed after a fishing boat ran aground on the Cape early Friday. An emergency call came in around 2.30 that morning from the Miss Megan, which got stuck on the sand at a beach. Crews worked all day to refloat the vessel, freeing it up around sunset and towing it to New Bedford. Governor Maura Healey is supporting the $118 billion bipartisan border security agreement reached in the U.S. Senate. The measure would provide new tools and resources to address the crisis at the southern border and would provide military aid to Ukraine and Israel. Healey says the bill would make critical progress toward fixing the broken federal immigration system. She says it'll strengthen border security, expedite work permits, and make the asylum process more fair and efficient. And country music star Toby Keith is dead at age 62. The singer died Monday night, according to his official X account. Keith had been diagnosed with stomach cancer a few years ago. He won two Country Music Association awards and was nominated for five Grammys. Keith leaves behind a wife and three children. In sports, the Bruins are looking to extend their winning streak to three games. After a brief break for All-Star Weekend, the Bees are back in action when they host the Calgary Flames tonight at TD Garden. The Celtics host the Atlanta Hawks Wednesday night. We'll check traffic and weather next. From the Chardo Tavern Newsroom, 
I'm Phil Devitt for Fun One. Free tax prep from Diane Lopes Tax and Accounting. Heck yeah. I mean, listen, to have somebody like Diane Lopes doing your taxes, like taking away that, that the layer burden. of stress. The burden of tax. 100%. Sign me up every time. So to where am we go this morning where Jennifer LeFrancois is listening. Good morning, Jennifer. Good. How are you? What's going on, Jennifer? What are you up to this morning? Oh, I'm working at Way Hill Elementary. No way. Very cool. What do you do over there? I am the secretary for the principal, and uh, today is our 100th day. Oh. Are all the kids dressed up like 100-year-olds? Yes, we're yes, and, and some staff members here. Very fun. Well, at 100 years old, they're going to need to know how to do taxes. Have you done your taxes yet? Uh, no. Well, we're going to hook you up with some free tax prep from Diane Lopes this morning, Jennifer. Excellent. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Talk about adulting, right? That's right. <laughs> Listen, say hi to all the kids. We're glad you guys listen down there and enjoy that free tax prep from Diane Lopes. All right. Thank you. We'll also have a 100-day parade today at 2 o'clock. Oh, fun. If you're down in Wareham, go check it out at Wareham Elementary. Excellent. Thank you. Have a great day, Jennifer. You too. Bye-bye. And if you want to enter, you can do that on the Fun 107 app. 90-second news update now with Phil. New Bedford is one step closer to becoming the center of offshore wind development. The Massachusetts Clean Energy Center is looking for a building in the city that could house a new wind energy innovation center, which would focus on testing new technology. Mayor John Mitchell tells the New Bedford Light this is a missing piece in the effort to become a global wind leader. Officials are looking for an already existing building close to the waterfront and hope to have the place open by July of 2026. A man from Martha's Vineyard is sentenced to spend over eight years in federal prison for the robbery of a Cape Cod bank. Prosecutors say 40-year-old Peter Petyoshin took the ferry to Falmouth and held up the Rockland Trust Bank last April, stealing over $20,000. Massachusetts state revenues are continuing to lag behind budgeted amounts for the current fiscal year. State officials say revenue collections in January were $263 million below the expected amount. Income, sales, and corporation taxes are all trending lower than expectations. Governor Maura Healey has no plans to pursue any tax or fee increases in order to address the dropping revenues. We'll raise up our glasses against evil forces singing whiskey for my man Country music star Toby Keith has died. His family says he passed away in his sleep last night. A celebrated, award-winning artist, Keith was known for songs including Red Solo Cup, courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue, and Beer for My Horses. He'd been battling stomach cancer in recent years. Toby Keith was 62 years old. A new study claims a weight loss drug helps lower blood pressure in adults who are overweight or obese. The study from an American Heart Association journal says the drug sold under the names Monjaro for diabetes and Zepbound for obesity significantly lowers blood pressure in obese or overweight adults who took it for nine months. Still, experts warn these drugs, including Ozempic, remain too costly for the average American without sufficient insurance coverage. And ratings for the Grammy Awards are in, and it's a hit. Roughly 17 million people watched the primetime award show Sunday night, the largest number for the music event since 2020. The number is also a 30% increase from last year. Phoebe Bridgers ended the Grammys as the musician with the most wins, taking home four, and album of the year went to Taylor Swift. 
In sports, the Boston Bruins home to play the Calgary Flames tonight at 7, and the Celtics host the Atlanta Hawks on Wednesday night. We'll check traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Fun 107, that is Tyla. She was nominated for Grammy Award for Best African Music Performance, and she won for Water, her first Grammy Award. Way to go, Tyla. Wanted to ask you guys a question, specifically Maddie first, because... You and I, Maddie, are closer together when it comes to entering the marriage life. Okay. Um, do you call your husband's parents by their names or mom and dad? I do both. Do both. I do both. Okay. Like, if it's casual, like, hey, Fran, can you pass me the potatoes? Fran. <laughs> but, like, if I'm talking to somebody, I'll say, oh, this is my mother-in-law. Or it's like, I'll call her mom or I'll call her dad, especially if I'm, like, Giving them like love, like mm. oh, I love you guys, love you dad, love you mom. It, it kind of just like depends on the situation. Uh, gotcha. How long did it take for you to right say away? The, right, right away. away. Yeah. My, my family, like my family's known for that. Like my aunts would always call their in laws mom and dad, and I just did I grew you do up it before you got married? Like no, no, definitely not. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Michael? I is never it? called my in laws mom or dad. Wow, That's never. Funny. Um, which, which actually makes it like awkward at times. Like when it's like, I'm sure, you know, Hey, you, <laughs> you know, what I mean? like it's, like, it's like, there's nothing to really call them. Yeah. Um, so, so your father-in-law is just, just his name. Him. Wow. Okay. Like, it's like my wife's dad. That's yeah. who he is. Wow. That's hilarious. Yeah. I don't really say, I definitely don't call him Bill. Well, yeah. it's funny. I feel like I'm not, I'm not worthy to call him Bill. But I don't call him dad. Gotcha. So it's just like... This God, that's so awkward. <laughs> it totally is. It's oh, my very, God. Very awkward. Uh, it's funny. My mom was kind of taken aback at first because Ross was all in on the mom and dad. Like, yep. calls them mom and dad. And she had said to me, she was like, he calls me mom, you know? And I was like, well, <laughs> you kind of are. And he, she's like, I, she, just, I didn't expect that. Does she like it? She doesn't mind it. But I think she was just taken aback a little bit. <laughs> Like you're coming on strong with the because mom. Because I don't think my brother's wife calls her mom. So this was like a first for her. Because that is a big step. It like, is. Mom's like, whoa. Mm -hmm. Mom is like, it's like, you know, this yeah. untouchable figure. I guess. So then for you to be like, mom. Like if my mom like, wow. or my dad or my stepdad texts Ross and I, he'll say, hey, dad. Hey, mom. You know. Hmm. Yeah, my wife does not call my parents mom or dad either. Oh. Yeah. Strange. I think my mom, my, my wife, though, is not afraid to call my mom Mary. Uh-huh. And I don't know what she calls my dad. <laughs> Nothing. That's funny. They don't even talk. So just, you know. I would say nine times out of ten, I'm using their first name. But okay. for forms of endearment and explaining them, it's mom. You know, I'm, I'll tell you what my wife calls my parents. She calls them uh, M-I-L, mother-in-law, and... D-I-L. Okay, that's a bit much. That's, yeah. Yeah. Or F-I, maybe, I don't even know. That just sounds confusing. So, I don't even know, whatever. But it's definitely not mom and dad. I know leading up to the wedding, it was on my list of things to, you know, get ready for. Because I'm all about it. I, I know that, you know, on top of my wife being incredible and amazing and beautiful, the biggest thing I also looked into is is how her family dynamics are and how I deal with her family. And it, I mean, home run all the way. So I'm like... Ready to go, like ready to say, hey, mom, hey, dad. Now, my mother-in-law, 
yeah, every now and then, you know, we have fun with it. She'd be like, hi, son-in-law. And I'm like, hi, mom, you know, things like that. But my father-in-law, I've been texting him here and there. And every now and then I throw in, thanks, dad or dad. And I've got absolutely nothing back. Oh, that's hilarious. I don't know. What are you expecting back? Like, you're welcome, son. Yeah. That's what I want. And, you know, I just, I don't ask for much. <laughs> it's just, I've been waiting for it. And so I'm going to see how long I can kind of I mean, play you this got, game. It's, it's an adjustment for everyone involved. Yeah. But that's a pretty big matzo ball you got going oh, on out there. Like, time. you put it out there and oh, now yeah. you haven't heard anything back. So, like, you're out there. You're, you're exposed. It's like the L word. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, who says it you first? You told him you love him. Yeah. And he's, he's not loving you back yet. <sighs> not yet, son. Oh, no. On 107, Usher's got his big night coming up on Sunday night at the Super Bowl doing the halftime show. Is he going to be bringing little John? If he knows what's good for him, he will. Luda? He better. I mean, that'd be awesome, right? It'd be so much fun. He's got to do it. But would that be something that would pre... No, maybe not necessarily, I would say. What? They wouldn't, they wouldn't pre-promote that necessarily. No, they. I don't think they pre-promoted the people that joined Eminem. No, they definitely did. They no, did? They made a whole oh, commercial yeah. out of it. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, maybe as we get closer, he'll start. Well, I guess we're kind of here, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, Didn't know. he say something, though? He's going to bring back some people from the past. Oh, yeah. Well, he's going to... Um, He's going to pay homage to people of the past. So I don't know if that means he's covering their oh, okay. songs or he's bringing people out. R&B. Specifically R&B. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. So strange. I don't know. But uh, if you travel on the GAR highway, chances are you've seen this castle taking shape in Swansea. That's been taking shape for the past like three years. And people are like, what is this thing? And it's going to be an epic family entertainment venue called Silverstone Castle. And we've talked about it a few times, but unfortunately the opening date keeps getting pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. And the owner, Joe Estrella, has been so frustrated because he started this construction in 2021. It's now 2024. He's still working on it. So I spoke to him recently about, you know, just the plans and the details and everything. And it looks like, now fingers crossed, but it looks like it will be opening this year. No so, way. Late spring, early summer of this year. The question is, what will open first? This place? Or the bridge. Or the train? The train. Oh, jeez. I don't know. But late spring, early summer for an 87,000 square foot facility. And this place, I'm talking serious fun here. Like, this is going to be some serious fun. Now, do they have a, a ballroom in there for, like, weddings and stuff like that? They do, but they do. that's not even half of it. Okay. Indoor surfing area. Okay. Laser wow. tag. An arcade. Ropes course. Rock climbing wall. Swimming pool. And a go-kart track. Wow. Not to mention a tavern. So, perfect place to there. imbibe. <laughs> um, and then also the event rooms where you can host gatherings and special events. And, like, this is a huge undertaking. So, it's, you know... It's no surprising it's taken so long, but the owner, Joe Estrella, was saying, you know, it's really been more about the um, labor and material shortages and then having to acquire necessary permits. And it's just been quite the process. But if you are the right couple getting like, let's get married. We're going to have a reception at this place, this castle. And like at some point during the reception, we're all going to go surfing. Yes. <laughs> we're going to go take a go-karts yeah. out there. 
Well, here's the Swimming. cool part. This is like, it's all medieval times. So the theme is medieval times. Oh, yeah. But then you also can enjoy surfing. <laughs> so it's like King Richard's Fair. On steroids. Yeah. <laughs> With activities and all that. Yeah. Just but don't forget your bathing suit. It's wild. So you can see uh, a couple updated photos and uh, more details on the Fun 107 app. But it looks like the grand opening of Silverstone Castle is coming up. Hey, 